Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Thanks to LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Locked On College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. Terms and conditions do apply. Now, folks, we're going to talk about um, Jada Boy, who recently... Uh, the the team and, and herself announced her departure from the team. And this is a team that I said that uh, last year, at the end of the year, there was potential for this team to be better than what they were uh, last year. And, and my good friend Brett Friedlander said that it could be a lot like the situation um, that happened with Tennessee in which T. Martin – was the one who won a national championship for him and not Peyton Manning. The chances of that took a very significant blow uh, with Jada Boyd leaving. And I'm going to talk about, you know, the, the impact that this will make, but also why it's not so gloom and doom on the back end. So stick with me. And I know we're in football camp season, but I am doing two a days like the team or actually not like the team anymore because apparently they took away two a days, which, you know, more power to them. I don't mind. I'm not one of those old guys that's like, I had to go through it, so why should you? You know, more power to them. But anyway, um, I'm doing two a days for the next few days uh, because I want to bring you all lots of content on all the amazing stuff that's been happening. So this is the first of today's two episodes, and we're going to get into the women's basketball team. Stick with me on this episode of Locked on Wolfpack. You are Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So when we talk about um, what what a blow Jada Boyd, losing Jada Boyd is to this team, right? To To properly put this in perspective, we have to envelop it in the entire context of what's being gone from last year. Because this was a team that we looked at last year and said, they got a shot to win it all. This is, this is a great chance to win it all. We won the regular season um, ACC championship as well as the, the ACC tournament. We had an Elite Eight um, appearance. We finally broke through that Sweet 16 wall. And, you know, I mean, we, we had a – Basically a true road game against the two C, which, you know, how fun is that? But with that being said, um, this was a a moment where coming into this season with additions like Sanaya Rivers, Mimi Collins, River Baldwin, um, on top of what was already coming back, you were looking at this team and saying that they're primed uh to to go back there, if not further based upon the amount of players that we're bringing back and what we're adding in. Jada Boyd throws a wrench in that. The announcement that she's not coming back throws a wrench in that because, I mean, let's just be quite frank. She's a hell of a ball player. She is really good at a lot of things. But again, when you envelop that in uh, losing, you're losing um, Alyssa Kunane, losing Raina Perez, losing Kayla Jones, losing... Kai Crutchfield, and then you throw in Jada Boyd. And, you know, I'm a, this is 
And this is not to be gloom and doom. This is just telling you the real. And, and this is just telling you what this really is, right? So of eight players who averaged double-digit minutes last game, five are gone. Our leading scorer in the list of name is gone. Luckily, two and three are coming back in Diamond Jones. I mean Diamond Johnson and uh Jakea Brown Turner. Our top two rebounders are gone in um, Alyssa Kinane and Jada Boyd. Our assist leader is gone in um, Raina Perez, as well as our assist to turnover ratio leader by a good bit. So that's another thing. Our top three shot blockers in uh, Alyssa Kinane, Kayla Jones, and, um, and Jada Boyd, all gone. And so this is this is a situation where it's not just about um, Jada herself being gone because you knew that the seniors were going to leave and you knew that there was going to be a lot of production to replace, but bringing in some of the players that we did, you think to yourself, okay, we can kind of, you know, balance this out, make this work, kind of make things shift and shake in a way uh, that, that it would be to where the team would be different, but we could expect similar results. Um, I, I don't think it would be fair. I don't. I, I really don't. I don't think it'd be quite fair to expect out of this next iteration of, of um, Wolfpack women's basketball what we got out of the last few for a multitude of reasons, for experience, for um, for the, I mean, let's just be quite frank. Excuse me. Let's just be quite frank about it. No disrespect. From a skill level standpoint, um, that's it. It shouldn't be expected that this team goes out and does those same things. Like that's just the reality. And again, losing Jada Boyd definitely contributes to that. When you talk about Jada Boyd, then you talk about what she does well. Number one, she was uh, a much better rim protector than maybe some people gave her credit for. Uh, I think the blocks don't tell the entire story of how good she was at at uh, defending the rim and you know, making it tough on players inside. But the main thing that you think about with Jada Boyd is her creativity and ability to score down low because everybody talks about her being instant offense, but she wasn't just instant offense in in the, the traditional way we think about it of like a guard coming off the bench and, and coming off uh, and finding ways to create shots from all these weird and different angles and all that. She is a post player that has the ability to have multiple moves committed to memory that she goes to them and she summons them quickly. She doesn't waste time. It's not a lot of wasted movement. It's not a lot of pontificating. When she faces up, you know something's coming and something's coming quick. If it's the jab and she's going, if it's uh, the Euro is coming your way, if she's going to spin back to the baseline, whatever Jada Boyd is doing, it's coming quickly. And so her, um, her, Departing from this team, again, it's it's a big deal. And I personally, as well as all of Wolfpack Nation, should wish Jada Boyd the best uh, in wherever she goes next. And, and you know, she'll be impactful there. We all know uh, whatever team or whatever school she decides to play for, she'll be impactful there as well. So with that being said, um, this is, again, this is a, a, this is a reality of, not just a, a changing of the guard per se, but this is a reality that we must face in that this Wolfpack women's basketball team coming up next year 
will look entirely different and will be entirely different. And again, not from a success standpoint, because this is very possible. It's very possible that we see this team uh, come out next year and have a lot of success. There have been some breaks that have broken this team's way already uh, in terms of how our schedule is set up and all that. So it's very possible, very possible. No, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Very possible for this team to win the ACC again, to win the ACC tournament again, to uh, potentially go make a deep run into uh, the NCAA tournament next year. All of those things are still there. So while I am telling you about what we're losing and, again, all of the things that, that are being lost, I'm going to tell you in just a few all the things that are still in front of this team and why they're still in front of this team. Because obviously the season hasn't even started yet, so we don't want to write anybody off before the the opening tip-off of the even exhibition has happened yet. That's the reality. There's work to do. There's jobs to be done. And this is a team that while they're replacing people, I think that it, there is a lot of different angles that this thing could be worked out to where, again, this team sees a ton of success. And speaking of things working out, I got to tell you about LinkedIn Jobs. When I am talking about LinkedIn Jobs, I am talking about uh, a, a job site that helps you find the candidates that you want to talk to faster. LinkedIn.com slash locked on college is where you can post your job for free. Please do know that terms and conditions do apply. The sun is coming back out and small businesses are back to doing their thing. They're back to rolling. So why would you hesitate and wait and not give your small business the best opportunity to find all of the best candidates? Again, you can see it right down here in this bottom right-hand corner. If you're watching me on YouTube, linkedin.com slash locked on college, post your job for free. Again, terms and conditions do apply. Now, when I talk about this is not all doom and gloom, when I say this team is not all, you know, all um, despair and, and we've lost everything and every all is lost and we should just expect to get smacked around and beat up a bit coming in the next season. I don't think that that'll exactly be the case either. Again, I am very, very adamant about Jada Boy leaving is a hit. It's a blow. But there are a lot of things that this team still has in terms of um, what could be how good this team could be. I think we have one of the most versatile players in the nation, one of the more underrated players in the nation, and Jakea Brown-Turner returning. I, when I look at all the different things that Jakea Brown-Turner can do well, it is flatly astounding. And because she does all of them so well, and because she was on a team with so much talent and so much depth last year, she was not asked to take on a, a starring role in many ways that she's going to be asked to take on this year. She's going to be asked to, to carry a lot more of the load in terms of scoring, in terms of playmaking, all that. Uh, of all of the players who are returning, I, I'm fairly certain she had the best uh, assist to turnover ratio of all the players that are coming back, which, I mean, with all due respect, is not saying a ton, but it's still a thing. It's still very real. That's still something that, you know, we – it's – Oh, no, I'm sorry. Madison Hayes uh, had the best. Madison Madison Hayes had the best. But um, Jakea Brown-Turner is a player that has the ball in her hands a lot. And she can a true three-level scoring threat, uh, a very good defender as well. And she has got no fear in her when it comes to taking a big shot, as we saw 
uh, last year in Connecticut. She has no fear when it comes to taking a big shot. And of course, of course, I would be remiss if I didn't also talk about Diamond Jones being the ACC Sixth Player of the Year, being a player that everybody loves and, and just watching her is, is such a dynamic, great time. There are The pieces are still there. This team is not completely falling apart and, and completely going to uh, nothing in a handbasket. That's not that's not the case here. And and let me go back to Jaquia Brown-Turner for a second. She's a much better rebounder than many people uh, would like to give her credit for. So now when you go back to Diamond Jones, you've got a player who can fill it up in droves. The question for Diamond Jones coming in the next season, I'm sorry, Diamond Johnson. I don't know why I keep calling her Diamond Jones. The question for Diamond Johnson coming into next season, can you be more of a playmaker? I don't think that the the beautiful thing about Westmore is he doesn't try to fit square pegs in a round hose. He figures out what is best for whatever iteration of this team he has. He figures out what works best for this personnel. I've seen him run uh, lineups where they've got power wings out there, where they've got bigger wings and want to slow the game down and play a half-court game. I've seen them go for uh, guard lineups where it's all about creating chaos and, and pressuring the ball and getting some easy points off turnovers and all that. So I have no doubt that uh, Westmore will get the maximum amount of potential that he can get out of this unit. But there still have to be individual improvements uh, just in general for this team to get where they want to be. And again, you don't replace the players who left. You can't, you can't really replace them one for one. You don't replace an Alyssa Kunane one for one. You don't replace a Reina Perez one for one. Uh, but what you do is everybody steps up. Everybody steps up. Everybody does stuff a little bit better. And of course, on top of having, um, on top of having Diamond Johnson and Jakia Brown Turner coming back, you've also got a bunch of other players that showed a ton in limited action. Camille Hobby is going to be the elder statesman of this team, uh, along with Jakia Brown Turner. Those two seem like they've been here for forever and a day. But when you talk about uh, the young and up and coming players, I mean, Isaiah James is just somebody who, when you watched her, when she was playing, it did not matter how much NC State was up by, you were glued to the TV when Isaiah was playing. Why? Because she's dynamic in everything that she does. She's dynamic in everything that she does. And then Madison Hayes, a player who uh, is new to the Wolfpack program or was new to the Wolfpack program last year, but had had some uh, time already um, under her belt in terms of being a really good player at Mississippi State. This is a situation where, again, this is going to be a different look. This team is going to be a different look, right? Bringing in transfers like Mimi Collins, bringing in transfers like River Baldwin, bringing in transfers like um, uh, bringing in transfers like I want to say uh, Sanaya. I cannot remember Sanaya's last name at the moment. I should be ashamed of myself. I really, really should. But again, bringing in transfers uh, like what they have in uh, Sanaya Rivers, this team is is looking at a situation where. It's going to be different from what we saw last year, right? The reality is for all of the size that River Baldwin has, um, you haven't seen a ton of production to this point, but she's a very big body. And again, she's another one of those, uh, her length affects the game and, and all that good stuff. Mimi Collins is a player that 
has shown flashes of being extremely productive, has shown flashes of being uh, an all-out baller out, out at Maryland. What is she going to do in this, her third school, and, and, you know, this situation that we're looking at now? And, of course, of course, when you talk about Sonia Rivers, you're talking about a player that was formerly the number three player in the nation. She had some shooting struggles, to say the least, at uh, South Carolina. But at the end of the day, that is something that you're still looking at a very long athletic wing who can get to the rim at will. And and with her length and her defensive intensity, it gives her uh, versatility on the defensive end. And Westmore in particular said that her ability to turn defense into offense is something that uh, would be very exciting. And, and I didn't do enough talking about Madison Hayes there because Madison Hayes is a player that if you didn't watch these games closely, you would truly underestimate her impact from last year. Again, I talked about this before and I'll talk about it now. She was the catalyst. The play that she made in terms of knocking a ball out of bounds on a player that was fairly open, uh, coming out of the post and the player she was checking to knock a ball out of bounds, that play was the catalyst that got that comeback started. And we all know uh, what Madison Hayes is in terms of like, she's like a, a, a modern day Dennis Rodman and that she's going to defend her tail off and she's going to go up and, and get nasty and get the rebounds and do what needs to be done. And that is what she brings at a high level. The question for her, what can your offense develop into? What can you give us offensively? Um, Jakia Brown-Turner, I think the, the question would be, how high is your ceiling? This is going to be your team now. You're going to be uh, in the starring role. It's no longer going to be, hey, we can have nights from you where you drop five or seven points and we're going to be okay. Those days are done. So what do you do when the team is yours, when the reins are handed over to you? I think that's going to be uh, um, the the question and the thought there. So this team, it's not all gloom and doom. It really isn't. It really isn't. This is a team that still has a lot of talent, still has a an immense amount of talent, and still has a good mix of experience. This is a younger team than we had last year. But, I mean, let's be honest, that team last year was old as dirt. All those players have been in the program for five five years or so. Uh, I want to say Randy Perez was in for two, but she had been at two other schools for four years or so before that. So this is a situation where you're looking at a team that's going to look brand new. They're going to look different from what we're used to seeing from these teams. But again, there's a, there are a few coaches that I would, would rather want on the sidelines than Westmore and all the women's college basketball. There are very few coaches. If there is anybody that can figure out how to make this team gel, how to make this team roll, how to make this team play good ball together, in West we trust. Okay, in West we trust. That's that's a, a that he has the championship rings to back it up in terms of conference championships and all that. He's just looking for the national now. He that's the only thing missing on his resume uh, to say like, hey, you, this is this is a guy that you can't. I mean, betting on him is a betting against him is a bad bet. It's a very bad bet. So again, this team is losing some pieces, but it's not all bad. We're bringing back a lot. We're bringing back a lot of scoring in in the combination of um, of Diamond Johnson 
and Jakia Brown Turner. We're bringing in a ton of quality transfers. We're bringing back good depth with Madison Hayes, with Camille Hobby, with um, with all the things that we got going on. I think that this team will be just fine. I think that they'll be good. And I think they'll be in contention to go and get a four peat in terms of of the ACC Women's Championship. I think it's a it's a possibility. It's a po- anybody that says that this is you can go ahead and rule them out. Hey, I I think that you're uh I think you're a little delusional, but more power to you. We'll see how this thing is going. But again, this team is is different than what we've seen in the past, right? Like this team is constructed differently. They're going to play differently. Who knows? Who knows? At the end of the day, it doesn't matter how they're built. It matters how the wins are built. And speaking of built, I got to talk to you all about Built Bar. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you're depriving yourself of one of life's great joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor, ready, delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite, Cookie Dough Chunk Puffs have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it, plus it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. You are going to love new cookie dough chunk puff, whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite. Built is the perfect protein bar and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Built Bar. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKON15. I apologize, not LOCK15. LOCKON15 and get 15% off your order. So we're about to land this thing, but again, in, in recap, I think that it's it's very clear. Um, we're going to message Jada Boyd, and whoever gets her is getting... Uh, just again, one heck of a ball player, just a phenomenal athlete, a phenomenal post score, a player that does a lot of things, uh, does a lot of little things right and is willing to take on whatever role that the team needs in order for the team to have success. So that's what you'd uh, what you love to see there. But, you know, it's always sad to see um, really good players leave the program, especially when there's already a turn a ton of turnover from last season, this season. But it is what it is. You know, Tom don't go back. It goes forward. We're going to wish her success, but we're also going to uh, pay attention to this team and, and see who steps up in next year um, to lead this team to to back to where it was last year. Because I'm going to tell you, if this team is to get to the heights that it accomplished last year, they're going to have to be multiple players that take leaps forward in terms of their game. Multiple Again, Diamond Johnson has to be a much better playmaker. Jakia Brown-Turner has to be much more consistent with all the good things uh, that she does well. Camille Hobby is going to have to be a consistent post presence because let's be honest, one of the hardest parts about beating this NC State team over the past couple of years has been the balance. There's been that you wanted to say, well, we're going to double and triple team Melissa Kunane and we're going to send all the help in the world. Okay, great. You're just going to kick it out to a 35 36% three-point shooter? They're going to knock it on down. Both parts of that are important. Having a post score that uh, require, that requires double teams is important. Having folks that can strike from deep, also important. So we're going to see what this team looks like in terms of um, their ability to get things done and who's going to step up. Who's going to step up? Because there's a lot of players that we look at and we say they're on the cusp. They're right there in terms of being an impact player. So who's going to actually have the impact going into next year? We'll see. 
Um, you know, we're again, I trust in West, but we'll see what happens going forward. Thank you all so very much for coming out. I appreciate you every single time, Wolfpack Nation. Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go pack. Our Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 